Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic is free markets. Thanks, Dallas. So, in 2012, I got to travel China with my mother and we were on a tour and um, we'd been to various different places. It was it was fantastic. Part of this tour, we actually were in the south of China and we actually had uh, got the opportunity to go to a, um, a farm house and through a translator, we were speaking to a farmer that had to be a hundred. This guy, <laughs> but he was um, he was a, he was a strong guy. He probably looked like he was a hundred for the last fifty years. <laughs> he, he, he he was fit. He was strong. He was you know still still farming, still working. Um, he started talking about communism through the translator. Yeah, and he um. He was talking about Chairman Mao, and 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 he was saying how he had some great ideals, but communism just didn't work. Yeah. And he was a rice farmer, yeah. and and again, this is all through the translator. Yeah, the translator could have just been spinning this political thing. <laughs> he, might, he might have been saying that at all, but 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 the translator actually explains um, via the 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 old man who was a farmer that. His belief was communism was a a, a great ideal. However, practically, he he saw production of rice go down locally significantly. Yeah, and what had what had happened is that rather than every farm for themselves, mm. it, it it became all of the rice harvest went into the local. Yeah. Um, Granary, yeah, granary, and, yeah. and 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 they all they all benefited yep. from that, yeah, equally or or, yep. or if it was down, the the, the the old saying of you know from each according to their abilities to each according to their need or something like that. So everything yeah. went in together, and then someone decided who needed what, and then they, uh, and then they got that. And this guy was saying, um, yeah, it was a great idea, a great ideal. Um, however, it just didn't work. Yep. It was a flawed concept, which yep. I thought was interesting. It was it was not. Chair, there was a picture of Chairman Mao on this guy's wall, as, yeah. as there, there, yeah, there right. often is in, in, in China. As he's telling this story, I, yeah. I was, yeah. I was um, struck by the yeah. juxtaposition yeah. of what he was saying. Yeah. In the backdrop, yeah. there was a, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, a, a picture hanging on, on, on his wall of, of Chairman Mao. I'm banging a long drum here, but, <laughs> but, but, but what I'm getting to is is that is that the skeptic thinks that um, free markets and companies and capitalism are fragile by their nature. Yeah. We know them to be deep and diverse yeah. and and ever-growing of value-add. Um, a couple of things that spring to mind. So if we just look at those two extremes, say, say, say communism versus capitalism, and I'm not suggesting that either one is perfect. No. Um, I'm not suggesting that capitalism is perfect, 
but we know that free markets promote competition, which is great for the consumer. It's great for companies and it's also great for shareholders. So just unpack that for a second because I know exactly what you mean. But mm. So the point we're talking about here is, and, and I, th- I agree your point of when we, we're not talking about this, we're using communism as a way as at a, all to talk about uh, capitalism. So It's not a political no, no, it's, platform. No. <laughs> and, and the point that you make there of capitalism, um, yeah, what's – I think we might have actually some. I think you might have mentioned this in a previous podcast. The, the theory that capitalism—it's it, a bit like the famous Winston Churchill quote about mm. democracy is the worst form of government ever invented, except mm. all the others. So capitalism is the worst way to organise resources in a society. It, mm. it, it's terrible, really. It's like it's inefficient. You've got two factories side by side producing the same thing. That's really inefficient. Why don't you just have one that produces that? Yep. You know. You've got you've got all this time and energy spent on trying to convince people to use your product or why they should use your service mm. rather than someone else's. It's all very inefficient. It would be easier if we could just centralise that and, and streamline mm. it. The problem is it just doesn't work. And so, capitalism, free market capitalism as a as a concept, is one of those things where you go. It's it's the worst form of 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 organising a financial society, accepting all the accepting others. all those, and this is really a follow up to the podcast that we recently did on supply and demand. Yep, we did an economics yep. uh, one hundred and one on supply and demand. So, um, yeah, really, really today, um, this could be like an SBS movie with a beginning <laughs> and middle and no end. What I just wanted to talk about was was um, how deep and diverse the free market system is yeah so you touched it's on not it, perfect but you said so it, free markets promote competition mm. so so that's which would be like you've got and this is where i say the, the perceived inefficiencies or the perceived weaknesses of the system which is mm. that you've got nab and cba who are both banks both mm. providing much the same things mm. it's inefficient because they spend they're spending resources trying to convince customers to use one and not the other what if they just didn't have to worry about that because they were the only only bank in town and everyone just had to use them all the time and energy that could be spent on that that, that's spent on that competition could be spent on you know just providing Mm. a service to those customers so what you were saying that competition that we unpack that competition it's actually great for the consumer now Mm. why is that great for the consumer michael well let's just let's just imagine for a moment there was two department of transports Mm -hmm. Everyone here oh, would have an experience wow. with the Department of Transport. So there's a, there's an example of a, yeah. a, a monopoly. Yes. Because there is no competition. Yes. And it's inefficient. Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 I've chosen this analogy for that for that reason. Fantastic. Everyone's had a, everyone's had a bad experience with the yeah. Department of Transport. But, but what do you do? What do you do? You, you can't um, go anywhere else. If there was one more Department of Transport, Department of Transport, yes. you watch both of those organisations become up. really really efficient. Yes. And you watch the price come down and yeah. you watch the service go up, as in you can do this online, that, you don't have to come in and all those types of things. Your, so, your license, so. it's, you know, on a, on a bigger scale, you, you make the argument that it's, it's a similar thing with, why does my driver's license cost $270 for a mm. five-year license? That mm. makes, what's mm. that price based on? It's it's because there's no competition. There's no yep. one else going, hey, I can, I can provide that same licensing service and, and yep. I'll do it. And like you say, what would happen if there was two department transports is two things probably both things would happen but at least one of the two either the the, the price would go down um, and they go we're still yeah. going to we're, we're going to run much the same way but we've we've got to sharpen up and reduce some of this bloat and then the price is going to come down 
or that the service would actually get better with that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. well, we're going to sell a 10-year license instead of a five-year license or we're going to have something that automatically renews. We'll charge you the same amount, but you don't have to do anything. You just mm-hmm. get your new license in the mail. Yeah, ha- however, they would provide that better service. If there were two department transports, that would be great for the consumer and, and that's a great example of, of why that why that would be the case. Yes, and, and, and that, that's really how the free market system works. Mm-hmm. So you have competition. Yeah. Again, no one, I'm not saying it's perfect, but, yeah. but there is no, yeah. there's nothing that's perfect. Yeah. Um, what it is, it's good for the consumer. Yeah. It, it's great for good companies yes. because the cream rises to the top. Yeah. Um, now, as a shareholder, you can own those great companies. Yeah. It's, it's pretty easy to do that. Yeah. Um, and the other thing as well that we need to, to consider is that um, countries with different companies are selling also worldwide. Yes. Really. Yep. So, I mean, the lower that someone, the lower that a comp, the lower price and better quality that a company can produce a widget for yep. has overseas benefits as well yep. because that can be sold overseas. Yeah. And, um, and that's something that we, we, we can sort of see that one way but not the other. That yes. Sense. You know, so like, you know, there's a, there's a famous um, economic, economics parable of the seen and the unseen. So mm. when um, the Ford factory closes and those jobs disappear, we see, that we see the poor factory workers that they mm. go away. What we don't see is the, the reason that's gone away is because you can buy a, you, you can buy a, 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 a foreign brand of car which is potentially a, a, better, a better quality product for a cheaper price. That's yep. why that's... No one's decided to go, you know what, no. let's close down this factory. It's just that pure supply and demand has gone. Yep. The competition for the consumer has led to the fact that, and this is your point where we say it's great for companies. It's not great for all companies all the time. No, but it's it, not. It is great for companies. And, and I would say it's great in a couple of reasons. So, so number one, I just had this, this thought of, you know, when you go to a restaurant and um, if you said so two, two experiences I've had, you go to a restaurant and, and they do a terrible job mm. and you go, and the worst thing that you can sort of say is, you know what, I'm never coming back here again. Mm. And so by its nature, you don't need to do anything. You just need to not come back. Yes. You don't, you can do, you can make, like, you can do all that or Nicola Roos gives me a hard time because my response is, I'm not, I'm just not coming back. Mm. I'm not, I'm not here to have a debate with them about mm. what, I'm just not, never coming back here, never spending money with them again. The same, so that's that's great for me as a consumer because I've got that choice if I can go to the other restaurant down the street. As that business or as that company, they can they can focus on you know if you go to a, a really good restaurant that provides a fantastic service in in uh, they do this cuisine they do it really well, and then if they have a painful customer turn up and there's someone who's complaining about everything and you know you'll notice that one of the first things they sort of do is okay what about we refund you we refund you money and you leave. Mm. How about that? Mm. And and that's where a good a good company has that option then of it's not trying to provide all the services to all the people all, all people, the time. Yeah. It's trying to go, what is it that we are actually uniquely capable of doing? What can we mm. do better than anyone else? Why don't we just focus on that? We'll do that to the best of our abilities. If people don't want that, no one's holding it under their head. They mm. don't have to purchase our good or our service. If they want something else, they can go somewhere else to get it. And mm. so it allows those companies... Number one, it allows the cream of the rice at the top. So it allows the consumers to vote with their feet and it allows the better companies to make more profits. Mm. 
but it also allows that specialization and allows the focus on the thing that is that, that company is best at and not mm. trying to be all things to all people which in turn the third point that you mentioned which is great for shareholders i don't i don't want to own shares in the department of transport no <laughs> i mean actually that's not true maybe i do because it is a pure monopoly yes and they can raise their price to whatever you want and everyone's just going to do it but I don't want to own a, a business that that is not um, is not always refining, always improving, not always getting better. I don't want mm. to own those those businesses because it's not good for the consumer. And what's whatever is not good for the consumer is not good for me long term. Absolutely, that can't be sustainable. It can't go on forever. And when you own a broad group of companies, really those those the cream rises to the top. Mm. So over over time. Yeah, yep. you'll you'll reallocate it into those companies that get it right, yep. and there's plenty that get it wrong. Yeah, but yep. there's plenty that get it right. Yeah, in fact, there's more that get it right, and the ones that get it right, um, yeah, do a better job. And if you if you think of that on a grand scale, if you think of that on a grand scale, yep. you just all you do is you compare a communist country yep. to a capitalist country, yep. and you can see the differences in standard of life mm. and 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 um, and those types of things. I, I um, it's really interesting because the, the the free market the free market capitalism the the complaints against it often are um, when people are complaining about things that they think are capitalism things they're often not. So the example I was thinking of here is um, yeah you've talked about it before your, your trip to France for example and, and those mm-hmm. sorts of countries there's often a a thriving sort of marketplace for fresh produce. And yeah. So, there may be someone in Australia, and, and I'm I have next to no sense of taste, so it's not me. But there, there are other people who go. The problem is, you know, you go to you go to these big chains like a Woolies or a Coles, yeah. and the groceries are shipped from you know shipped from Innisfail down to Brisbane, and then shipped back up again, yeah. and they've got to be stored in a way where they, you know, mm. I want, you know, I, I would really much rather have that local fresh produce, and mm. you know, there's there's all this, there's issues with these big supply chains of these big, you know. Conglomerates and they, you know, got their toe, you know, got their fingers in everything, and, and I don't like that. So, it's kind of seen as a complaint against capitalism. But then, when you go to a a marketplace in in a town centre in France, it's not communist. They're, they're not no. sitting there going, just take whatever you need. No, they're not. It's still like it's still a a capitalist system where you go, okay, this is what I'm I'm selling tomatoes. This is what the tomatoes cost. Do you want these tomatoes? Yes, you will pay me for them. If if you don't like my tomatoes and someone next door to me grows better ones, you'll buy his instead, and I'll have to I'll have to sharpen up and do a better job. So, the, the complaints against capitalism all the time are possibly complaints against some of the extremes of, of some of, of these things. Well, the, the it's it's not the system that's broken. It, it's 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 still when you look back at the the best way to do things, it's often still organised via a capitalist. Well, system. well, absolutely, and and the and the thing that stands out for me is that the wonderful opportunity that we have been born in one of these countries, mm. we get to vote with our feet. That's well, that's right. That's, this is this is yeah. this is akin to to, to voting yeah. for a politician yes. or a party. Yeah. Um, you get to vote with your feet. So yep. if you don't like certain elements of capitalism, yep. you don't consume with them. That's then that's what there are a lot of people who don't buy their fresh produce from from mm. Coles or Woolies, and and they mm. do you know they they go to the lengths of you know joining yep. a co-op sort of thing or, or yep. a delivery system from local producers. Or you, you're right that that is the beauty of it is that you have the choice to to 
to decide what you which parts of the system you do and don't partake in. And I think that's your last point there is is exactly is exactly the way that I think about this, which is that it's it's not perfect. It's not a perfect system, mm. but but nothing is. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.